back to the convention now in Tampa, Florida for a few minutes. Political conventions, of course, are designed to be well-orchestrated, ritualized endorsements of what we already know. Hey, Mitt Romney is going to be the nominee. What a surprise. But there are surprises that happen at conventions, but often they aren't apparent until long after the gavel goes down. For instance, consider the challenge for a Ron Paul delegate who followed the candidate as part of a movement. We'll get into the tent, believe me, because we will become the tent eventually. Ron Paul inspiring the young. So many times that the young people, not only those of voting age, but sometimes 13 and 14 and 15, they bring their parents to the office and and have them converted into believing and understanding about what liberty is all about. Speaking way beyond ideology. Were they the conservative college campuses or were they the liberal college campuses no they were all the college college campuses they welcomed us perhaps not as welcoming as the tampa convention for those ron paul delegates and for the candidate himself although ron paul has officially endorsed mitt romney all this week we're looking at the 2286 delegates who've traveled to tampa florida for the republican national convention They will choose, of course, the next Republican nominee for the president. Uh, Technically, they actually have, but there are more decisions to be made between now and the end of the week. Today, we're talking to a delegate from Nevada, Pat Kirby, a Ron Paul supporter, a filmmaker who lives in the Las Vegas area, joining us from the Republican National Convention in Tampa. Pat, welcome to the program. Good morning, John. Thanks for thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here, except for that four hour sleep and two mile hike through the security zone part. Yeah, well, you got to deal with that in in the 21st century era of uh, conventions. That's for sure. Security is 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 a bipartisan, a, a rare bipartisan phenomenon, wouldn't you say? Absolutely, I feel very safe. All right, well, that's good. So, Pat, is there a dilemma for a Ron Paul supporter here at this uh, convention? A, a sense of unease, uh, a departure from principle? Um, definitely the. The the point of us being here is to pr- try to bring the principles back to the party. Uh, as time goes by um, in politics, it becomes all about the power. And then the, the people that over time get upset and say, look, we have to return to our principles. And, uh, and that's kind of the, the goal here. And, and um, the, uh, the, the things that were done... Uh, to uh, like the main delegation um, <clears throat> being negated, um, a, a, a bunch of things that, that were happening is, is just really, you know, I had I had an expectation coming to this convention that there was going to be uh, an open debate of ideas, and I I was on a platform committee, and I was really happy to do that because at least there was that illusion of still had the illusion of open debate, and uh, the convention. It is nothing like that. It's, now, uh, let's talk it, specifically orchestra- about what you're referring to. That many of the delegations, including apparently some members of your delegation, were changed from specifically pledged Ron Paul supporters to being sort of generic delegates that could do whatever they want, and which that mostly means vote for Mitt Romney, right? Right. Well, that that's the binding, uh, and that's kind of not what I was talking about but but the binding situation in Nevada our um, our state party uh, made made rules that we were going to be bound um, according to uh, the results of our state straw poll 
and uh, so many of us were bound to Mitt Romney, and um, and I made the choice to break that binding and announce my vote for Ron Paul, even though I was I was bound for Mitt Romney uh, violating my uh, the the party rules. So, yeah, I feel like a real Republican today. Wow. And, and when you talk about negating of delegations, what are you talking about specifically? Is it something in Nevada or something generally that's happening at the convention? Um, Maine, Maine had duly elected delegates uh, at their state, con- state convention, um, but that state would have given uh, Ron Paul a plurality in enough states to be nominated. So um, the... Uh, the old guard in the state of Maine challenged the credentials report, and um, the RNC had a r- really good lawyer and um, convinced convinced the credentials committee that uh, the, the Maine delegation should be uh, disavowed. So that kept us from having uh, the number of states we needed. And then we still ended up with the five states, but at the last minute they changed the rules to to be eight states to prevent Ron Paul from being nominated. We're talking with Pat Kirby, who's a delegate uh, supporting Ron Paul from the state of Nevada, the great state of Nevada, describing the procedural sort of machinations that uh, really ended up lowering the profile of Ron Paul, even despite his uh, uh, reasonable performance during the uh, campaign season. Uh, so, Pat, let's uh, let's turn our attention then to the future. Uh, who are yes. the individuals here that you have met who are likely to take their Ron Paul experience into, say, a Republican convention or some convention 10, 20 years down the line? Well, the, the whole movement, it's we, we see movements like this before the Barry Goldwater and and uh, Ronald Reagan revolution to return to limited government. And uh, I, I don't see this one being co-opted. It's, um, it's, a, it's a movement because we value our Constitution. We believe that the Constitution is the manifestation of the principle that man has rights untouchable by government. You know, and it's funny in this day and age that sounds corny, but there was a time when, uh, when give me liberty or give me death was taken very seriously in this country. And, uh, you know, it's not now because we have a whole generation of people who haven't been educated about the Constitution or the principles of liberty and just that those basic rights that, uh, you know, the the first thing that the Declaration of Independence did was the first time in history to declare that man has rights untouchable by government. Right. Okay. So so if, if, as you're describing... Uh, Ron Paul may be a part of a movement, a cycle that you uh, evoked uh, was, uh, you know, what happened in 1964 when Goldwater went before the convention. The Republicans were defeated that year. But uh, the ideas of Barry Goldwater reemerged then in 1980. Are we 16 years away from a Ron Paul principled candidate in the Republican Party, do you think? No, I think we're four years away. The, this movement um, can't be denied. The uh, principles of liberty are in American DNA, and Ron Paul's strategy of, of touching the young people uh, is brilliant. All those people are going to grow up, and they're going to get into politics, and they're going to be advocates, and uh, and we're going to see this um, this 
unprincipled this talking about the Constitution when it suits us, but but being willing to do other things if the lobby is big enough. We're going to see that go away. All right, and, Pat, um, can I ask you one question before we go? Sure. What's the toughest, maybe awkwardest argument you've had with a fellow delegate or someone else at the convention this week? Well, the 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 thing that I struggle with the most is going against my binding. I am... You know, we preach the rules. We we talk about following the rules. And um, yesterday, it I I didn't know what I was going to do right up until the last second because you know I, uh, I I see people breaking the rules right in front of me. And my usual philosophy is they are not my teachers. I will stand. But uh, I I made the decision. It was an emotional decision based on uh, instead of rules, there's justice. And seeing the way Maine was treated, seeing the way uh, there was a vote on the floor to uh, to reject the the rules, and I think that the nays clearly won that, and they called it to the yeas, and just seeing that the blatant disregard for the rules. Hmm. Um, Anything on the know. stage, any of the speeches, impress you at all? No, uh, you know it's. Uh, I, I got to admit, I I didn't really listen that much. It, it's. Uh, it's rhetoric, you know. I, th- I like to there. I hear great things, but um, we want to see voting records. We want to see track records. We want to see uh, words put into action. And All right. There's only a few people in the in the government that are doing that. A call for action and principle from a Ron Paul supporter at the Republican National Convention in Tampa. That's Pat Kirby, who's a delegate from the state of Nevada. Actually technically bound to vote for Mitt Romney, but is going to cast his vote or is grappling with the idea that he might cast his vote in favor of Ron Paul. Thanks so much to uh, Pat, and thanks to all the delegates who have participated. You can uh, hear their voices by going to thetakeaway.org, and uh, you can tell your story of being a delegate at 877-8MY-TAKE. Don't forget, you can catch up with this or any story you heard this hour at thetakeaway.org. Stream audio, download podcasts, share segments, share a conversation, join a conversation, participate in the day's headlines. The GOP had a real issue with women voters last week, due in part to the comments by Representative Todd Aiken. But did Ann Romney's powerful convention speech do anything to change that image? Did her speech move you, change your opinion? Tell us your view at 8778 my take or go to the website, thetakeaway.org. I'm John Hockenberry. This is The Takeaway.